I think you did pull a Phil Kessel, and now we're calling you on it like we're calling Dunlap, baby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Am I on the air right now? Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow us on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me, shirtless Tom behind the glass. Check them out on Twitter, at FBomber73, at ButtonPusher970. And please, tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing radio up in here. The Buccos lost yesterday. The bullpen is in absolute disarray. The Pirates' ERA is horrendous. They've got injuries to blame for that. They've got being cheap to blame for that. There is a bright spot on the Buccos, though, although he sat down yesterday. That, of course, is Josh Bell. Robert Flores of MLB Central on weekdays at 10 a.m. on the MLB Network joins us now to discuss. What's going on, man? Thanks a lot for taking the time. Hey, I'm, I'm pr- doing pretty well. Do you guys really have a shirtless producer? We do. Uh, he has not put a shirt on in, what, about a year and a half, Tom? Been about a year and a half, yeah. It well, was hot one day. It, it was, was hot one day. It's freeing, Robert. It makes me feel a lot more free, a lot less uh, weight on my shoulders. Literally. And uh, figuratively. What, what about the weight around the middle? There? I mean, are, are, is he oh, in shape? He's in shape. He, okay. The work in progress. <laughs> I mean, I give him props because I definitely wouldn't have my shirt off around coworkers or anyone. Yeah, it has become an HR concern, but we're moving past it. <laughs> Robert Flores joining us here, co-host MLB Central on weekdays at 10 on the MLB Network. You guys had an opportunity to catch up with Josh Bell the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. what, did you, what did you find whenever you talked to the young man uh, in terms of what was something that might have struck you about him? I, I thought what was interesting is that towards the end of last season and certainly in the offseason, he just decided that I need to stop listening to so many others and all these people with their ideas and theories and advice, and I need to just do what I do. Um, I, I know Clint Hurdle had a uh, – he mentioned Clint Hurdle came to him at the uh, towards the end of last season and said, look, you're, you're going to be our guy. You've got to figure this out. And I, I think Josh just kind of took it upon himself to trust himself and to kind of streamline the process of how he approaches uh, his at-bats. And it has worked, uh, it, it's worked amazingly well for him. I'm, I'm thrilled for him. He, he's a great guy, too. It's, it's not unprecedented, obviously, for a player to have a down season and then come back and have a great season. But Josh Bell hit as many homers in May as he did the entirety of last year. Uh, when have you seen this before? What kind of players have had this kind of almost unprecedented, mm. if not unprecedented, turnaround? Uh, that's a really good question. I'm trying to put, think, think of someone, um, now Christian Yelich was a very good player. Yeah. He didn't, he wasn't struggling as much as Josh had struggled. Uh, but certainly what, what he has done last year and what he continues to do this year, I think about Cody Bellinger a little bit. Uh, again, I, I don't think he sh- had the struggles to the degree that Josh Bell did, but to a certain extent, Josh, Josh uh, Christian, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Bellinger struggled uh, in the playoffs in 2017, and he got exposed in that World Series. So he had to figure some things out uh, himself, and he is 
he has turned into a monster. But I, I think it just shows you just how um, how difficult the game is and th- what these guys go through, not only physically, but maybe more importantly, mentally. Uh, it, it, it's such a fine line between success and failure. And uh, to see the work that Josh has put in, it, it, it's remarkable. Yeah, and that's the thing with Bell. Uh, he works at it so much, and uh, to a point that you made earlier on, sometimes it had been to his detriment because he was listening to a lot of outside voices, and he <laughs> had so many different batting stances that he went through last year, both on the left yeah. side and the right side. And uh, now for him to figure it out, it is great to see. We're joined by Robert Flores from the MLB Network. He's the co-host of MLB Central on weekdays at 10 a.m. You can catch... The Rockies at Cubs tonight at 8 p.m. on the MLB Network. The Pirates have dealt with injuries to Jamison Tyon and Trevor Williams, probably the two guys who are going to be the anchors of their rotation this year. And the narrative around here in Pittsburgh is always the Pirates don't spend enough, and if you don't spend enough, you're not going to have that quality depth. You're not going to be able to survive injuries like that. But, I mean, what teams would be able to survive an injury to their number one and number two starter? Yeah, no, that, that's a very good point. Um, when you have two guys that you pencil in as these are the two guys that are going to lead us, these are the ones that are going to have to perform because they are the most talented, and we are counting on them. Um, when those two guys go down, you're right. I mean, uh, the, it really puts a stress on your depth at the big league level, but also at the lower levels throughout the minor league. So, um, you're right. I mean, very few teams, it's very difficult when you lose two guys like that uh, for them to uh, bounce back or be able to sustain it. And also consider the schedule. I mean, they had a brutal portion of the schedule where uh, I think it was like 17 games and 17 days or yeah. something along those lines before they had that day off on Monday. So I think that they were beat up a little bit physically. Now you have to deal with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, who are a very talented team. So this is a this is a rough stretch uh, for, for the Pittsburgh Pirates, no doubt. Robert Flores with us, MLB Network here on the Crowley Show. Blow to the Phillies with the loss of Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, I wonder, will they be in the market now for an outfielder? Because I think with the Pirates slowly slipping out of this thing, I think that's where they'll wind up uh, being sellers at the trade deadline. I wonder if maybe a Starling Marte or a Gregory Polanco could be of interest to them. That is interesting. I, I think you're right that they are going to be in the market for uh, for some help. Now, I know that they did add Jay Bruce, mm. and uh, I think he homered again today. So uh, he's providing some early dividends. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they have some flexibility, and they have shown that they want to be aggressive uh, financially. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and, and, and added someone. And, and you know, if if it is Marte or Polanco or something like that, I mean, that that is a – I don't know if you classify that as a blockbuster, but that's a very, very significant trade. Who do you think can challenge the Dodgers in the National League? Because every no time – No Yeah, I don't think so either, <laughs> Robert. Every time I look up at the standings, they just continue to run away and run away and run away and hide. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like that – and this has been the case for – really the last three seasons or two seasons plus, it's like they have two different all-star lineups. They have so much depth, so much flexibility, um, 
what Hunjin Ryu is doing uh, right now, it's it's unbelievable. Then you throw in Walker Bueller, he's nasty. Clayton Kershaw, you know, he's uh, he's in his resume and pedigree. So, and then we talked about Cody Bellinger. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see anyone challenging the Los Angeles Dodgers, barring some sort of injury or some other maybe blockbuster trade or something like that that's completed by one of the other contenders. But I, I think it's going to be the Dodgers, and I think they're going to be back in the World Series. What teams make sense for a Dallas Keuchel move, a Craig Kimbrell move? For Dallas Keuchel, I think it's the Atlanta Braves or the Minnesota Twins. Um, I think uh, Craig Kimbrell makes sense, uh, coincidentally, for both both the Braves and the Twins. Um because Keuchel, if you we, we talked about it earlier today uh, on MLB Central, you put Keuchel in the middle of that Braves rotation where you have Soroka, Freed, then you put Dallas Keuchel. Uh, I, I think that's a very attractive uh, one, two, three going into a division series, league championship series, etc. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense, and plus he wouldn't have to shave his beard. Now, if he goes to the Yankees, which there's a lot of speculation, if he go to the Yankees, he's going to have to lose the beard. Are you going to lose the shirt tomorrow on MLB Central? Oh, my God, no. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hashtag dad bod, so I'm going to keep it covered. That, I mean, it wouldn't be good for anyone. Robert, really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Hey, you got it. Anytime, guys. Take care. That is Robert Flores, co-host MLB Central on weekdays at 10 a.m. And you can watch the Rockies and the Cubs, whom the Pirates are trailing tonight at 8 p.m. on MLB Network. One of the things he said there that got my mind thinking a little bit is the Dodgers two years ago are in the World Series. Dodgers last year, they're in the World Series. The Dodgers this year, they're running away with the National League. And I know the Pirates fans aren't going to like to hear this, but there is absolutely zero incentive for Major League Baseball to institute a salary cap. There is absolutely zero incentive for Major League Baseball to allow small markets to have the kind of success that the big markets are having. You've got Los Angeles there every single year. You've got them playing the Red Sox last year. What more could they ask for? Oh, maybe the Yankees? Okay, well, I've just mentioned three big market teams. Now, every once in a while, the Royals will creep up. Oh, and St. Louis is a good market for baseball, so the ratings are going to be through the roof. Every once in a while, you're going to get a Minnesota Twins like you've got this year. But I've always scoffed at it when people say, well, money doesn't buy you World Series. Okay, you're wrong. What it absolutely does buy you, though, is contention. The Yankees, for my entire youth, the Pirates never had a winning season. Not until I was 23 years old. In that entire span, the Yankees never had a losing season. You don't think money has something to do with it? I think money has everything to do with it. And I'm not bringing something up that people have not thought about, bringing something up that people haven't discussed. But the more I think about Los Angeles being there, and again, probably going to be there this year, that is great for Major League Baseball. And it's great for television. MLB itself doesn't want things to change. The owners don't want things to change. Even the small market clubs probably don't want things to change because they're getting the revenue sharing cash. But TV doesn't want it to change either. Why would you? Every single time you throw a World Series on, or for the most part you're getting the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Cardinals or the Cubs. I mean, all these teams that can spend are also the teams in the big markets that are going to flip the TVs on. All of a sudden the number shoots through the roof. Oh, my God. 
Uh, so Major League Baseball, this segment has been uh, especially designed by me to bring you down. It's not going to change. Major League Baseball is going to stay the same. It's like the NFL. They're not going to go to 14 games. Uh, they're, not, they're not going to limit the number of games that are going to be played. They're probably going to go to 18 games. The NFL is not going to take playoff teams away. They're going to add another one. Why? It's all about the moolah, baby. All about the cash money. And I would say today on June 5th, 2019, probably never going to see the Pirates win a World Series in your lifetime. They'll get to the playoffs again at some point. They will. Maybe. But they're never going to win a World Series. You need not only to operate pristinely, perfectly, but you also need to be able to throw a little cash in here and there, and you've got to compete with the teams that can spend all the cash. It's amazing to me that the Royals were able to do what they did, but one of the reasons why they were able to do that is because they started to add. One of the reasons the Brewers are a good team right now is because they sensed the window and they added. You have to operate correctly from a draft standpoint, from a prospect development standpoint, and you've also got to be willing to spend to get yourself over the hump. I don't think the Pirates are ever going to be able or willing to do that, which means you're going to be throwing out rosters that have zero margin for error, and then you play the Dodgers. Robert Flores just said that they have two lineups they could throw out there that could beat the Pirates. And you look at the Cubs, what they did a couple of years ago. I thought the Cubs would be more successful longer, but here's the thing. When they start to dip, they'll just spend money. And with Theo up there, they've been able to do a good job with the player development as well. St. Louis, perfect example. Not the biggest market, but they get asses in the seats, and they will spend when they need to. They went out and got Goldschmidt this summer. The Pirates are competing with all those teams known the vision. The Cubs and the Cardinals and a team that just went out for it, the Brewers, and another team that went out for it, the Reds. It ain't going to happen. Hope I made you all feel very good. Yeah, thanks for the depressing segment. I've got more Pirates depression coming up. I do, I promise. So, Pirates talk. It's just Pirates talk. <laughs> yeah, you don't need the second part. Can I give the tease? Yeah, sure. Can I give one? Go ahead. I mean, yeah. It's your show. Whatever. We can blame a lot on being cheap. There's one thing that has gone wrong for the Pirates this year that has nothing to do with it. I'm lying. It has everything to do with them being cheap. It's the Crowley Show. Want to get away, but still listen to your favorite radio stations and podcasts? Then listen up. iHeartRadio is now the onboard music.